0: Good morning. Good morning this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad And it is a beautiful day. Uh, a little uh, the June gloom, which we want. We want because there's no June gloom. We're going to get very hot days and it's going to be hot enough anyway next week. So we're going to enjoy it and we're going to uh, be blessed by it. Let us uh, uh, take an opportunity to be called to our. Oh, excuse me, one more minute. I almost forgot you guys, Cheyenne and uh, Kaylee. Come on up here, we have a special mission moment. I get so excited to be starting worshiping. worship. So uh, I forget most things, which is the reason they're making me retire. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Kaylee, and I'm here with Cheyenne from many mansions to talk to you about this upcoming summer. I love summer. Some of my favorite memories of summer are going to camp. At music camp, we sang and learned dances. At Girl Scout camp, we earned badges, did crafts, and learned cool things like archery. At both camps, I also made many friends, including some that I still have to this day. I don't know what my summers would have been like without these experiences. Overall, camp helped make summer amazing, fun, and memorable. This year, I'm planning on going to cheer camp, where we learn new routines and work on stunts. I'm so excited. Camp will help, our, help bond our teams together and give us skills to be amazing cheerleaders next year at Oaks Christian. I'm also going to volunteer at, Girl Scout camp, at the Girl Scout camp I went to when I was younger. This is important to me because I want to give back and make sure the upcoming Girl Scouts get the same wonderful experience that I had when I was their age. Are you feeling nostalgic? <laughs> I sure am.
2: Summer is a wonderful time for kids, full of friendship, learning experiences, and other opportunities. But you know, some children in our community don't have the chance to have that idyllic summer experience that Kaylee just described. Because of a lack of resources, supervision, and opportunities, instead, many of our children face stress, loneliness, and temptation when school closes its doors. As many of you know, Many Mansions has been proud to host a very wonderful summer program for the last 18 years called Camp Many Mansions. We're still still doing that this year, but this year we're also <coughs> starting something new and exciting. This year, for the very first time, we're expanding children's services in Simi Valley to serve our Pepper Tree affordable housing properties. This expansion is very near and dear to our hearts and our mission because the program will actually be serving children of formerly homeless families, which, as you all know, are some of our most vulnerable neighbors. This program will start with Camp Many Mansions in a few weeks, and then after the summer, we will also be offering Homework Tutoring Club, which is an after-school program that offers tutoring and the academic support that our students need to succeed at school. As you can imagine, this is a very new, very shiny program. We have a lot of needs, which is why we're here today to talk to you about them. We would very much love if you would join us in this opportunity. You guys have supported our mission and our camps and all that we do, and we're greatly, we're greatly appreciative of it. But today we want to ask you to join us in supporting children's education. If you would like to join us, at most of your pews, there should be an envelope with a school bus on it, so please put your donation in this, or otherwise dedicate your donation to our Pepper Tree properties. If you'd like more information, feel free to talk to one of our staff people or visit our table outside. And lastly, but not least, we would like to thank you. Thank you for all of your support from for many mansions and all that we do. We hope you have a wonderful summer.
0: Several weeks ago, I had an interaction with Tim Hagel, Chief of Police of Thousand Oaks. who said that the greatest danger for Young people come from the most disadvantaged homes where there's just one parent who has to work and the children don't have a program. Gangs are initiating children into gangs from the third to the sixth grade. That's a horrible statistic. So we want to make sure that there's a place for young people to have where they can be safe and they can be out of the, the um, great pressure to join a gang. Uh, thank you for helping. May we now be called to worship as we come before God. Okay. <laughs> invite you to stand as we join together in our black hymnal to sing our opening hymn number 2169 God how can we forgive
3: so I was unfortunately not able to sing. And I scheduled it for this week, and now Ron is sick and Gloria has graciously stepped in. So by hook or crook, we made it for this piece.
4: We stay together. We give you thanks. thanks, Lord. Amen. Amen. As we continue with an attitude and a heart for prayer, may we join in our prayer hymn number three hundred eighty-nine, "Freely, freely." For the beauty of the day that you have created, with a chill in the air, with a drizzle from the skies, but a warmth in our hearts by your spirit and by your presence in this place. And for this, we rejoice to get to celebrate a wonderful day with each grad sharing the work that they've brought them to this moment for the days recent where they've graduated to look forward with excitement to new adventures. We thank you for each person here for the blessings and the joys that we bring, the celebrations that we experience. God, we give you thanks and praise that we can be together as a community, as a body of believers, experiencing your spirit and your grace. But as we come with joy, with songs of praise, you know that there are also things that weigh upon our hearts, things that weigh in our minds for those who are sick and who are hurting, for the unknown, for those who are afraid or have lost hope and the countless other things that weigh upon our lives and on our shoulders. But we know that in these moments we can turn to you for you are the God of all peace and comfort. That just as you've spoken in the still small voice, so can you speak to our hearts today to bring a peace that passes all understanding. So gracious God, wherever we might be today, with joy or with tears, we come to you but for a moment of silence, to be renewed and refreshed by your Holy Spirit. We come in silence. Merciful and loving God, we give you praise and thanksgiving that you continue to touch our lives and touch our hearts, and that by a simple, gentle touch, we might be forever transformed. May we be a transformed people, continuing not only to pray with and for one another, but to live out a life as disciples, to be a transformation within this world. And as we do so, may we rejoice and give you thanks that we have this call and this charge. And so we, too, enjoy knowing we are part of a community the world over. Lift our voices in prayer. We lift our voices as a community, the prayer that your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, taught, that together we, too, might pray.
5: Our Father Father, who art in heaven. heaven,
4: receive our morning's gifts, tithes and offerings. as we offer to you our gifts, tithes, and offerings. And we ask that you will continue to bless these, our gifts, that we be faithful to the ministry to which you've called us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in His name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
6: My God is so So high, you can't can't get over him, he's so so low. You can't can't get under him, he's so high. high can't get round him, you, you must come in buying through the land. One day when I was walking along
7: And receive a word reading from the Word of God. May we affirm our faith with joy and a willing spirit as we hear the scripture from Proverbs 2 verses 1 through 11. My child, if you accept my words and treasure up my commandments within you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, if you indeed cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding, He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk blamelessly, guarding the paths of justice and preserving the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Prudence will watch over you and understanding will guard you. This is God's word to God's people. Be
8: How do you like my suit? <laughs> um, I, this suit is actually very sentimental to me because last November twenty uh, eighth of two thousand and seventeen, I got married in this suit. To so, what? Oh my gosh, I did it again. So, I, apparently I have a very bad track record right now. Last, last uh, service I said that I got married in January. <laughs> this service I am telling people that I got married uh, in a, you know a time that hasn't even happened yet. So, I if we had another service I don't know what would happen.
5: <laughs>
8: oh, but... Uh, I got married to uh, the loveliest woman on earth. Her name is Cordy, and I'm not much of a crier. Uh, I don't tend to cry a lot, and I didn't think that I would cry. But when I came out to the stage and I was waiting for her to come down, and I saw her walk down the aisle, my eyes started welling up, and tears started streaming from my face, and When I started crying, her sister, the matron of honor, she started crying. And then the matron of honor, when she started crying, her best friend, who was the maid of honor, she started crying. So it's just a cry fest up there. And sometimes the reason why we cry is because it's a very emotional moment. And a lot of times, it's a very important moment. And for me, that was a very big transition in my life. I knew that life would not be the same for me, everything would change at that point. All of us go through transitions like that, times in our life where something big changes. You know, you could probably think of something right now and maybe you're going through something right now. I know Gary and Brian are going through some pretty big transitions right now. And since today is Grad Sunday We especially are thinking about our graduating seniors who are going through a very big transition. In 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11, it says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. This verse is speaking about spiritual maturity and about the ongoing journey and path that we have as Christians to develop our faith, to become more rooted in our convictions and beliefs, and to pursue it continuously. My charge to you seniors, graduating seniors, um, is that as you continue on this next chapter of your life and you start a new, more independent uh, part of your life, and as you go on to college and do other things, that you remember everything that's led you up to this point, everything that has given, helped develop you and make you the person that you are today. We have three speakers uh, today for grad for, for Grad Sunday. Although it's not all of the graduate, uh, it's not all of the graduating seniors that we have affiliated with our church. There's an insert in your bulletin that has a list of all of our high school graduates for 2017. And in a moment, I'm gonna invite them up. First, I'd like to just introduce them. So if you would like to stand up when I say your name. Uh, Chris Stone. Samantha DeSantis. And Grant Peterson. They have got some words of wisdom to share with you, and trust me, these kids are going places. Uh, it's kind of weird for me to say kids, and I'm not that much older, but anyway. <laughs> uh, they are awesome individuals, and I've had a chance to speak with them this morning while we're waiting for services to start. And uh, this is not really part of a speech, but Grant was just telling me offhand that he... Uh, taught himself to make guitars and, use, and makes guitars for a little extra money on the side. I thought that was really cool. So they've got some amazing things to share, and uh, congratulations to all of our graduating seniors. And at this time, I'd like to uh, invite Chris Stone. Good morning.
9: Good morning. My name is Chris Stone and I've just graduated from Oak Park High School. I hope you all are having a wonderful Sunday morning. Today I'm here to tell you about how this church has been so amazing to me. Not only by having supportive members helping me reach my goals, but also making long-term friendships that I'll never forget. I have been going to this church ever since I was born and it's given me a pivotal opportunity to grow as a person. It all started when I was baptized in this very church as a baby, where I've become the man I am today. The mentors I have to thank from this church would be Pastor Brian, Pastor Gary, and Boy Donovan. I would not, I, would, I cannot thank you guys enough for watching me grow up in this church for all, and giving me all the support you have given me through confirmation to achieving my dreams of going to college. Next year, I'll be attending Oregon State University. Go Beavers. And I'll be continuing my education under kinesiology. For those of you who may not be wondering what this major entitles, It is my hope to become a physical therapist. I fell in love with this job in seventh grade when I visited the clinic for the first time. The one thing I loved most about this job is seeing people who worked at the clinic, helping the clients relieve the pain, and building the muscle up again to prevent this injury from happening. I also love giving my time to any activity where I can see people enjoying themselves or having a smile on their face. This church fills a similar role. It works on relieving and rebuilding the muscle of the heart. For example, this church puts on a yearly summer camp called Vacation Bible School, also known as VBS. I've had the opportunity to go through the entire camp as a kid the first year they started it, and eventually being able to lead an entire class through recreational stations that kids rotate through. More recently, I've moved to the science station where I help my mom give kids a fun lesson to play with while teaching them the important lessons of God and Jesus. Seeing how invested these kids get in the, les- in the lessons is awesome and truly makes my day. Another church event that I've been growing up to was a church camp where a bunch of families from this church go up one week into a camp in Ojai to enjoy each other's company and become closer with God. This was such a great experience for me as a kid because it really brought me closer to everyone who went to this church. During the day, there are activities such as zip lining, beach volleyball, and football. There's plenty of things to do, and never had to worry about getting bored. This was a favorite event for me growing up, and looked forward to it every year. Now I know these next four years will be a challenging experience for me, but with all the help from my family and friends I've received, I believe I'm ready for the real world and to leave the bubble of Oak Park. Thank you.
10: I'm a member here at the United Methodist Church of Westlake Village and just last Thursday I graduated from Santa Susana High School in Simi Valley. Uh, It is a school known for its accelerated academics, technical arts, and visual and performing arts. And there are no sports. (laughs) Crazy, right? I myself majored and certified in dance at the school and graduated with honors for being a part of the National Honor Society for Dance Arts. I'm now going to begin my college adventure locally at Moorpark College, and then after that I plan on attending a Cal State or university, still majoring in dance arts. Dance is and always has been a huge passion of mine, and the dream is to one day be a part of a professional dance company that travels the world. Um, It is not an impossible dream, and I get excited when I think about uh, the journey ahead of me. (laughs) I have found something, dance, that brings me so much joy and I want to continue to grow and learn every day and I will now use my passion and dedication for the art and turn it into a career for myself where I'll be dancing and teaching others as well. But I would never be who I am today without all of the wonderful and loving people in my life. Of course, my parents, who have always pushed me to be the best version of myself that I can be and have taught me so much throughout the years. I also am thankful for my dance teachers at my studio because that is where my love for dance really began and where their passions for art inspired me to work harder and push myself to do more than I thought I was capable of. I also want to thank Gary and Brian for making this church such a delightful and welcoming place to come to worship every week. My parents became members of this church when I was born and when we lived nearby in Thousand Oaks and since then we have moved to Moore Park. And I will say there was a time when we kind of tried another church in Park because it's a bit of a jack to come here. And uh, while there was nothing wrong with that church, it just didn't feel right. <laughs> this church and everybody here makes it feel like a second home to me. Well, I admit that with busy senior year activities, I haven't been able to attend church as much as I'd like. And due to prior commitments with my dance studio, I was never able to um, go through confirmation, but I appreciate that my dance teachers pray with us before each performance for good and say, show, and I hope to continue to grow in my faith and to be even more a part of this church as I get older. I have so enjoyed growing up with this church and being part of the Melody Makers, uh, playing the handbells, attending and then assisting Vacation Bible School, as well as Sunday school classes when I was younger, and then when I was older, coming into here, the big church. <laughs> and I feel so blessed to have grown up with this church and to be. Er, sorry, to and I'm going to so greatly miss Gary and all of his jokes, and, and Brian and his adorable family, and teaching his daughter Christina ballet, and hearing both of your wonderful sermons. I want to say best wishes to you both, and hopefully somewhere along the road I will get to see Gary in another bagpipe flash mob. <laughs> Thank you.
11: Wow, okay, there are a lot of you here. Uh, good morning. Right now, life seemingly has the most amount of clarity and paradoxically the most amount of confusion that I've encountered thus far today. I'm at the end of one of life's journeys and on the cusp of another. This made sitting down to write this speech quite a challenge. Instead of attempting to allude to a greater philosophical message or moral, I'd like to rather share an important world outlook that I developed at a young age and have only recently reformed. Perhaps everyone can find their own meaning in their words. Some of you may not know me, so now seems like an ample time for an introduction. My name is Grant Petterson, and I've been a member of the church for as long as I can remember. I've recently graduated from Sierra Canyon High School, and will be attending George Washington University in the fall. Over the last few years, I've come to develop the reputation amongst my friends and family as a class act cynic. I contrarily (laughs) insist that I'm just being purely realistic and not cynical at all, but what cynic wouldn't say that? (laughs) Part of my journey in becoming this way has greatly revolved around a tendency I developed years ago regarding my expectations of the future. I learned early on in life that the disappointment and pain of having your expectations fall short is one of the worst possible feelings in the world. We've all had our hopes and assumptions shattered by instantaneous changes and unpredictable catalysts. Erratic and uncontrollable factors that pull the rug out from underneath us, stripping away our perceived outcome of certain events or interactions. Years ago, I began setting my expectations low of the people and things around me in an attempt to cushion the emotional blow if these expectations were to become unfulfilled. I've only recently realized that this is possibly one of the worst psychological mistakes a human being can make. (laughs) Not only do you start cynically believing that people and things are incapable of ever looking beyond themselves to achieve anything, but you fall into the ever whirling trap of believing that you yourself aren't capable of anything either. Not only does this all distance yourself from the people and things you're setting expectations for, but it also causes you to distance yourself further from finding happiness within yourself. And once you start believing that you're not capable of amounting to change, you fall into a position where you feel like it's worthless to even try. Part of what makes us human is our ability to vacillate and navigate between both loss and joy, rebounding and growing stronger and wiser along the way. We've all heard the famous quote by Alfred Lord Tennyson, "Tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. The second I began setting low expectations and small aspirations in order to try and prevent myself from experiencing any loss at all, I consequently began to close off my soul to the happiness and serenity that exists in the fulfillment of the hopes we set for ourselves and for others. Life may not get easier, but it certainly becomes more rewarding over time. Developing your mind and your passions to achieve the high expectations you set for yourself and for the world pays dividends, not only for your self-esteem, but far more importantly, for the lust for life in your soul. Along the way, mistakes will be made, pain will be felt, and people will get hurt. But these are all very important building blocks required for us to recuperate into stronger individuals and persevere towards new and greater happiness that exists further down the road of life. Thank you.
4: Each of these grads will be out. Uh, In the narthex, you'll have a chance to say uh, goodbye and uh, share words with them on your way out this morning. But it is uh, an honor for Gary and I to be able to, and John, I think, to be able to be here uh, and to to recognize these grads. And these are just a few of the many grads, as John said, that are graduating this year. But it's always uh, wonderful to hear you share, to hear your words, and as you talk, I was just thinking, Chris, you talked about church camp. Back when we reintroduced church camp in 05, like looking at the pictures, and your grandpa put the board together. But you, had, um, you, know, with the, you were all about skateboarding and playing and having a blast. And I remember always playing with the Donovan boys uh, at church camp back in 05, '06, when you were substantially shorter as well. <laughs> um, Grant, to, to see. You know, I was actually trying to think. You know, we, uh, I, every confirmation is, is great. We love our conference. We, we celebrated them last year. But I was actually thinking back to your confirmation days. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I think Grant is the only man who ever challenged Gary to Greek, and uh, yeah, he was—he was by far one of the most uh, educated confirmands we ever had. You know, he, he would answer questions before we even asked him. Um, but it's—it's it's great to see you and Samantha. You know, uh, to see you, uh, you know, one as a father, one of the, my proudest moments is my kids, and to get to see you teaching my daughter ballet. Um, on a on a consistent basis, and seeing the joy in my daughter's face is second to none. And I know that you'll do great things. Um, I would even show you some of the ballet moves my daughter learned, but I'll spare you that.
5: <laughs>
4: I need a kilt, so I'll, That's right. Do teach uh, Highland dancing,
5: <laughs>
4: but uh, for all three of you, we wish you all the best. And, and I hope you know that this will always be your home, regardless of where you go. You know, there's. Every, every person here loves you to death, and You know, you're, you're always, this is your home. So for our grads, we say once more, we give you thanks. thanks Lord. At the 1030 service, at this service, we every year have the opportunity to honor some of the grads uh, through various awards and scholarships uh, in memory of loved ones who passed. And so today we have that honor again to, to celebrate So I'd like to invite Nancy Moravec to offer first our scholarships for the Helen and John Benner Memorial Scholarship.
12: Thank you, Brian. It's a hard act to follow these three. I don't know, I should have gone first, don't you think? Anyway, here we go. Um, As you heard this morning, I'm presenting the John and Helen Benner Memorial Scholarship. Both John and Helen were members of this church. They joined the church in 1986. It's a long time ago, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they were actively involved in the life of this church, each in their own way. And upon their passing, they, uh, John established, it was John's desire to have a scholarship established in honor of Helen and himself. And so since 1997, we've been giving this scholarship with maybe one year we've missed. one year. One year. So this will be number 20. So it's a, a wonderful thing. Um, in, in, cor- in accordance with John's wishes, and this is on his scholarship application, and John is a very specific was a very specific person in accordance with John's wishes, the scholarship committee considers the applicant's academic program personal achievement, service to school and community, financial need, and their ability to express himself. And finally, and this is definitely a John thing, accuracy, neatness, and being thorough. And if any of you remember John Binner, those three words definitely describe John. Today, we're awarding not one, but two Binner scholarships. Each scholar will receive $1,000. Both awardees are creative, intelligent, and motivated young women. The first, and some of this, I'm pretty sure if you listen carefully, you're gonna know who I'm talking about. The first is an accomplished dancer (laughs) whose career goal is to dance professionally. She is a recent graduate of Santa Susana High School. She's a member of the National Honor Society for Dance Arts. She is a dance instructor and an excellent student. In her, in the fall, she will attend Moorpark College, and it is my pleasure to award Samantha Desantis. recently graduated Westlake High School with academic distinction. She is an accomplished athlete, musician, and was actively involved in a variety of extracurricular activities. She is enrolled in the Westlake Information Technology Academy, she completed the Junior Achievement Program, and among many other skills, she knows American Sign Language. In the fall, she will attend the new school, Parsons School of Design, where she plans to earn a bachelor degree in liberal arts and fashion design. It is our pleasure to award Catherine Catherine Trilling the Binner Scholarship.
0: Also really special is she, why I voted so high for her, she likes bagpipes. Oh,
5: I
12: <laughs> do. Really? Let's talk after <laughs> 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 And this is your certificate. Okay. And again, this says you how to get the money. <laughs> okay. I think we're
0: supposed to uh, yeah. face this. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Brian, wake up. Oh, all three. Yeah, all three. All th- yeah, and I get you all three together. All of you? Yeah.
5: Oh dear.
12: Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. You guys. Can. Okay. Awesome.
0: okay. Here we go. Super. Thank you.
4: And at this time, I'd like to invite Paul Krajewski to come and award the Zifran Krajewski Memorial Scholarship.
13: Good morning. I too mean, am wearing a suit, John. I'll hide behind this. Um, I'll go right to the point. Chris Stone, please come up here. Okay. Because I, I just wanted to throw in an add-in to particularly Samantha. If she may go back into CBS's 60 Minutes, Years ago, 60 Minutes was challenged to what is the most difficult sport in the world, and it was dance. You couldn't believe it. They did this whole program on it. It was marvelous. Be careful. Watch out for your broken toes and everything. I apologize for interjecting on your time. Those of you who know Chris uh, know the Stone family and that there is a connection, in part, between the Krajewskis and the Stone. Goes back to the fact that Russ and Barbara had four children, as did Fran and I. Had a set of twins, as did Fran and I. Uh, and wild and involved. We won't get into the rest of the gene pool, but they produced a fantastic grandson here. <laughs> Maybe one other down the road at some future date. We'll wait about that one, right? For <laughs> but, um, I forgot everything I wrote down to say about this today because there were so many things running through my mind, but. Uh, he is a great guy. He has absolutely incredible letters of recommendation for various teachers and coaches from Oak Park High. I know he's going to do fantastic up in Oregon. I know some of his family are probably disappointed that he had to go all the way out of state, where it would be much cheaper to stay away from <laughs> a local school, but I know the feeling of that. So I'll end it with that, and best of luck to you and the Beavers. And uh, <laughs> here is your scholarship. I think somebody's going to take a picture of yes. us. And, yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I, I, did, I did want to say one other thing. It, you know, there's a lot of roles that he has to fulfill and big footsteps he has to follow. And I wrote that down, except those footsteps are high-heeled because he has two aunts or aunts, who have received the scholarship in years gone by. This is our 30th year. I think we've given in excess of 31 or 32 scholarships during that time, and we're mighty proud to welcome Chris to that group. So listen to your answer.
0: Congratulations. Congratulations. Will you stand as we join together in our hymn of dedication, number 593. We'll sing the first and last verse, Here I am, Lord. ask you to reach out and take the hand of someone near you and as you join hand in hand together, connected together, we know that you don't leave this place alone because we go with each other's support, our prayers, and our love. We receive now the choral blessing and the benediction. And now may God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit bless you and keep you. May the grace of God fall down upon you and may the Spirit of Christ go with you by the power of the Holy Spirit to serve our God in this world. Amen. Amen.